0: This is Aruna Krishnan. On this episode of Lead That Thing, I talk to co-venture creator Wade Fletcher. Welcome, everyone. Today on the show, I have a story of initiative and innovation. I always find that very interesting. And today, the person on the show is going to tell you a wonderful, inspiring story of initiative and innovation. His name is Wade Fletcher. So welcome to the show, Wade.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: I'm, I'm very happy and I, I'm so excited for you to share your story as I've branded it. It's about initiative and innovation. Um, and why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your background before we deep dive into your story.
1: Sure. So my name is Wade Fletcher. Um, I'm 19 years old. I'm a sophomore at Indiana University. Um, I'm originally from Columbia, South Carolina. When I was uh, 17 years old and a sophomore in high school, I started a company called Score2Media. Um, we went on to work with high schools around the state to uh, you know, redo how they do their student media um, and how particularly in regards to sports. I was named the 2019 South Carolina Young Entrepreneur of the Year for that. Um, I recently sold that company earlier this year. Uh, This March, I created CovIntern, um, an aggregator for remote internships, uh, and grew it to over 100,000 users. Um, Now I'm working on Undercover VC, a new kind of venture capital scout network focused on underrepresented campuses across the country, um, and and bringing equity to access to capital across the country.
0: Wow. Let's start with what you developed during COVID-19. So, Tell us about how that came about. So, cause I know it was something that impacted you directly and then that led you to evaluate certain things and you didn't find something in the market that really fit the bill. So tell us about how that went on.
1: Yeah. So I, um, you know, this summer I was planning to go to Europe and travel for a while with some high school friends of mine. Obviously when, you know, coronavirus got, got big in Italy and everything got closed down, those plans were canceled. Um, and so I started this frantic, last-minute search for an internship in March. And at that point, I was not necessarily looking for something remote off the bat. But then, mm-hmm. you know, more internships started going remote. My roommate's internship—he um, had a, an awesome opportunity lined up that, you know, that, that got canceled on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started once we were in quarantine, looking for these remote opportunities um, to to do, you know, kind of have a meaningful work experience. Um, while still maintaining, you know, social distancing and quarantine. And I realized that there was a lot of, of kind of junk out there on these internship aggregator sites, particularly mm-hmm. in remote positions. Um, so kind of what happened was companies realized, hey, we can, you know, go get an a unpaid student intern to, <laughs> you know, kind of have some, some free labor in the meantime, because there are lots of kids who have just had the floor yanked out from under them, yeah. almost in a kind of in a kind of predatory fashion, Mm. um, in in my opinion. That's, you know, Mm -hmm. there there are certain situations like nonprofits and government where unpaid internships make sense. But in most cases, I think, um, I I don't think they're the right choice for students. And that certainly wasn't the right choice for how I wanted to spend my time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I spent, you know, hours pouring over to these job sites looking for these quality internship opportunities. And there was really not a good curated solution, a good spot to go and find okay, these are great opportunities that truly will replace the experience of a physical internship for this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm a, a computer science and business major. Um, I, I like yeah. to think I have some technical ability. And so <laughs> I went out and, and built that site myself um, and built that tool because it was something that, you know, I knew I would use. Yeah. I knew my roommate would use. And I knew I had plenty of classmates that were were also in kind of a, a last minute search right. there to find something now that they were, at home and you know maybe couldn't go to their regular part-time job or whatever their plans were for the summer yeah. i think you know 75 percent of them were canceled and people were looking for for something productive to do yeah. um and and i tried to fill that need
0: yeah that yeah i, I like that and it's it's so inspiring that you do that because you think about all the other innovations it's about okay i it always comes out of something that the world wants right and in your world here it was like i'm not finding what i want to find it's not fitting my needs and here i'm going to develop that and it's great that you took that again that initiative and then you you had the skills uh you had the skills to kind of put that together and uh, also knowing that there's definitely a market for it. Like if you're having this problem, then other students are having similar problems and you went ahead and created a platform. So tell us more about this innovation. Like what what is this platform? And from the last time we chatted, it's grown quite a bit and tell us how many people are on it and how has the response been to this creation?
1: Yeah, so I... You know, I am am not a marketing guy. I, I honestly don't really know how to do that, um, which, yeah, don't know how to do that. Um, but I posted it on LinkedIn because obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking for a job. You go to LinkedIn and it went just absolutely crazy in like, you know, probably 72 hours. Um, and then over the next three weeks or so, this post kept you know, exponentially mm-hmm. growing and growing and growing and getting shared and liked and, and, mm-hmm. you know, and commented on, um, to the point where it reached about 400,000 people through LinkedIn,
0: mm-hmm. um, oh, wow. which is crazy. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then that, um, you know, because of how those LinkedIn networks work, it was pretty targeted at students. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got about in the first month or so, um, you know, back then in, in March and into April, um, I got about a hundred thousand users, um, students on the platform then. Um and then in the time since obviously after that first beginning of the summer surge when people were really looking for stuff, it's it slowed down somewhat and we've probably added thirty to forty thousand since then. But I, I expected this would be something that maybe would be more of like a portfolio project that I show off as like, hey, you know, yeah. I, I built this, I have the the technical chops for this kind of thing. Right. I did not expect it to be this kind of production product that Hundreds of thousands of people are going to be using, um, and you know to give you some further further numbers, there are about fifty to sixty um, companies using the platform. So there's a, a important thing here. There have been about three hundred jobs submitted to the platform.
0: Mm-hmm. There are
1: not three hundred jobs displayed. Um, in the beginning, it was just me. Eventually, it expanded to be me and a couple others, uh, a curation team. That's yeah. That that's you know kind of mm-hmm. separating the wheat from the chaff and right. picking. The opportunities that are going to be the great opportunities for students
0: yeah i think that's important with any type of platform and it's it's good that you're doing that but those numbers are kind of you know astounding to me outstanding astounding whatever you want to call that just like wow and uh definitely that's more than just having a little uh something to show in a job interview you're like truly like an innovator and uh something that's helping so many people that definitely goes into you or like reflects you as a person who takes again initiative innovator drive and all all the things that people are looking for in the job market so uh, congrats to you on that first of all thank you yeah uh so definitely there's there's a need for this to get more exposure and to get more backing to make it you know like a, a get it out to more people and things like that. And I think that's where your project that you mentioned, the last project, the Undercover VC comes in as well. So tell us about what Undercover VC stands for and what is kind of the ask for, for that um, initiative?
1: Sure. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I'm really interested in kind of generally and you know as a career prospect is venture capital. Um you know I'm I'm double majoring in finance and computer science with that mm-hmm. with that ambition. And when you look at the big you know student venture capital organizations and you know actual venture capitalist investing on campuses in students, um there's this incredible kind of um you know bipartite system between the haves and the have nots.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you see Six campuses, which are you know the six, six campuses you'd expect, um, you know, out in the California Bay Area and Boston, that collect so much of these resources and so much of this funding, mm-hmm. and th- there's a big divide between them and the Indianas and the Ohio States and the mm-hmm. Arkansas and Georgia Tech um, in their access for their student founders to go out and say, "Hey, I have this idea. This is the traction we've gotten. I need money to grow it, um, mm-hmm. and I you know need that expertise and mentorship from from somebody." that's an adult that knows what they're doing, that's not always available for those students. And okay. our goal is to you know, kind of correct that, that disparity and that gap and close that by building a network of students on those campuses and simultaneously building a network of venture capitalists interested in investing in student founders and making those connections between them and coordinating that relationship such that those, those venture capitalists then get a presence on that campus Um, and have access to the deals that are possible there. And those students um, eventually will start to have, have similar resources to those have schools.
0: Yeah. So is there a place that people could reach out to you if they are interested, companies could reach out to you, or if it's people or leaders that they can say, yes, we would like to see what you have, and we might be thinking about we're looking for certain types of innovations, um, how would they be able to reach you?
1: Sure, yeah, so if you're interested in, you know, if listing a job on Cove Intern, you're welcome to just do that through the platform. You're also welcome to email me at wade at com. Um, and then if you're interested in working with us, both if you're a student founder or if you're a, a venture capitalist, um, or an angel investor looking to invest in students, shoot me an email at um, team at undercover VC, undercover.vc, undercover.vc, um, and, um, and I can, I can get back to you there. I'd also encourage you, you know, to check out wadefletcher.com. Um, I've got kind of a, a, that's basically like a digital resume of all my, my projects mm-hmm. and links to other media, you know, events and such.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. And I'll, I'll put all that information in the show notes so people have an easy way to get a hold of you. I think these, these are really, is a great example of how to put yourself out there and create a product for an underserved need, and also just students coming together and creating stuff that uh, companies could potentially invest in and uh, serve their customers as well. So, yeah, I really I wish you luck in in those ventures, and I really hope that you you get some attention from. Uh, companies to invest in some of these products and uh, again congratulations and it's always very heartwarming and you know inspiring to talk to people like you to see what you're doing to make a difference in the world and for people congratulations again
1: thank you so much
0: yeah and thanks so much for sharing your story and uh, thanks for being on the show today
1: of course i love to